Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode number 40. It's the big 4-0, Mr. Commander. I am Ryan Thogmerton. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. Not in cigar shop today, in the office. I'm on the road in a library. Uh, we make this thing happen however we have to. I'm pretty psyched hey, about look, today's show, man. Hey, look, we the news can't be held up just because we're uh, world travelers. So we, <laughs> we keep it going, whether we're in the Caribbean or wherever we are, it's going to happen. That's right. All right, brother. Tell us about uh, our, our title sponsor. Hey, look, it's a fast funding group, and uh, I am firmly behind the fast funding group, which is comprised of American Funeral Financial which their site is AmericanFuneralFinancial.com, the Funeral Funding Center, which is FuneralFundingCenter.com, and of course, C&J Financial, CJF.com. There's no reason you should be waiting for your money, waiting on your money for your life insurance. Call these guys. They're great. Using myself, friendly folks, and nobody's better than Jamie and his team. There you go. Well, I'm, I am uh, super pumped Episode 40, we had to come big. We kind of had to come hard. So we've we've got a, a huge guest today, somebody that, that really has got a pulse deep into the heart of, of, of the funeral nation and uh, continuing on our year theme of, of F and Hustle, F and Change, F and Brand. These guys are doing it. So who, who do we have today on the show? Uh, we're going to have a funeral industry giant. Uh, as we said, we're going to have to do a drum roll when I introduce him <laughs> here shortly. Our uh, spotlight on a funeral director comes from Ontario, don't you know? Oh, yeah, you betcha. And uh, the WTF makes you think uh, if your kitchen needs a cabinet upgrade, this might be something you want to look at. <laughs> Ryan, uh, I'm going to take a wild guess, but I bet our buzz is still Pokemon. <laughs> I, it, I hate to say it. Yes, yes. The Pokemon Go craze has not died down at all. If anything, it's it's ramped up. I got a number of different messages this week from funeral homes and cemeteries that are doing what they can to embrace the craze. Last week, Disrupt put out a an article on really how to uh, and how to guide of how funeral homes and, and cemeteries could really not necessarily capitalize, but, but be on the cutting edge and kind of jump in the trend and get some foot traffic to the facility and get some engagement with these people playing Pokemon Go, whether it be in the cemetery or close to a funeral home. And it's been great to hear the stories of funeral directors who have set up lawn chairs around a Pokestop that's close to their funeral home. They've passed out water. They've passed out candy. Doing a number of different things to have the conversation. On the flip side of that, it's amazing to see all the negative comments. We put the how-to guide up on, on Facebook for people to download. There are hundreds of comments of, of funeral directors like, this is stupid, this is crazy. Why would we want all this traffic? They're just a bunch of teenagers. And frankly, it is not. this is not just teenagers. This is not just kids running through and playing a game and leaving. This is all demographics. These are people stopping at graves. These are people stopping in cemeteries, stopping by funeral homes, engaging with funeral directors, full-grown adults, even in Central Park. So, I mean, we all know Central Park in New York City, they now have Pokemon Go tours that you can sign up for, and a guide will walk you through Central Park and show you where the most elusive Pokemon characters are for you to grab 
and capture. It is absolutely insane. Um, but the funeral homes and cemeteries that are, are embracing it are having a lot of fun with it. We've had clients that have taken screen grabs of their phone showing Pokemons outside their funeral home or in their funeral home. The same in cemeteries. So, I mean, th this isn't going to die down anytime soon. Um, the longevity of this game could last for a while. And the interesting thing is there's been so much demand from businesses that um, the company that created the app, which is owned by Nintendo, said last week that they were going to start offering in the near future sponsorship opportunities. So businesses can pay to be a Pokestop or gym for an extended amount of time. My guess is it'll be something like you pay X amount of dollars to be a Pokestop for an hour or two hours, um, and that can immediately drive foot traffic to a location. So it's pretty wild, man. I don't know. My well, kids look, downloaded it this weekend, and we spent hours driving on a golf cart through the through the campground capturing Pokemon. It's it's nuts. Well, we don't we don't want to have that interweb interfering with our diner placemat advertising. It yeah, just doesn't make sense to me. So. I guess. I guess. Well, who's our anyway, sponsor for this buzz section? And or we should call it's the Pokemon uh, brought to Girl. us by Funeral DNA ID Simple Collection of DNA. I. Uh, the sample doesn't have to leave the funeral home and it doesn't need to leave the good old USA. We use it. Something you ought to look at funeraldna.com. Uh, how about uh, funeraldnaid.com? How about roll that tape? You can predict the future, however, you can protect your business and the families you're serving. Funeral DNA ID kits that collect and preserve DNA during the cremation and burial process. Swap, spot, seal, legacy preserve. For more information, please visit FuneralDNAID.com. All right, brother. Here's the, the drum roll. There we go. Who is our uh, guest today? Our guest is none other than Steve Lang, who is the chief executive officer of Homesteaders Life Company. Uh, Steve Jones joined Homesteaders in 2008 with over two decades of experience in the funeral profession. He holds a BA and a master's degree in labor and industrial relations from Michigan State. And uh, this is such an important, and we went long on the interview. We're going to do it in two segments. So segment one, uh, we'll roll that interview in a few minutes, and then we'll do segment two on 41. Fair enough? Fair enough. Let's hit it. Roll that interview tape. Steve, welcome to the Funeral Nation TV show. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, we're glad to have you here. Please share with us a little bit about yourself, uh, your background, and your current position there. Okay. Uh, I am uh, currently chairman and CEO of uh, Homesteaders Life Company, and have been here since uh, the fall of 2008. Got the show up right at the time the stock market collapsed. So that was <laughs> kind of But... Uh, uh, it's been a great experience for me, and uh, as many of the viewers will know, I also spent about 21 years with uh, Forethought, uh, living in Batesville, Indiana, and uh, uh, came there in January of 1987. We first started the company and uh, worked there in a number of different capacities, sales, insurance operations, marketing eventually becoming CEO there and stayed until the sale and got to enjoy an 18 months post-sale experience and uh, 
I was just having too much fun at that point and decided yeah. it was else's turn. So I left and, uh, and uh, Graham Cook, he was looking for uh, a uh, succession plan and uh, he and I were good friends and known each other a long time and he invited me to come here to Des Moines and it's been really the best decision I've ever made. So Excellent. what I don't know about me is I spent uh, 10 years in the oil industry prior to being in, uh, becoming, uh, involved in insurance. Uh, my graduate degree is in labor relations and collective bargaining. So I did that kind of work in the oil business for 10 years. And how I got to pre-need is <laughs> we'll do a whole different show. <laughs> we'll save that one. <laughs> well, Steve, you're considered one of the profession's leaders with many years of experience as well as a broad view of the industry. Um, Homesteader's life is well-known not only for your pre-need business, but also for conducting in-depth market research. Um, we want to initiate yeah. our, our interview by asking what trends excite you and the most uh, collective for our future. Sure. Well, there are th really three trends we see that excite us from a pre-need perspective, and we're a little conflicted relative to what it might mean for the funeral industry. I'll talk about that real quickly. But the first, the first obvious one is the rise of the baby boomers. I'm one, and uh, uh, my generation is starting to really enter the market in a big way. Um, in uh, 2015, there are 48 million boomers, people that are qualified as baby boomers. By 2030, there'll be 73 million of us. Oh. And they enter the prime age for prearrangement. Uh, since literally the late 80s, the average age of a purchaser of a pre is about 72 to 73 years old. Uh, and that group will start to really uh, enter the market here in the next few years. Now, it won't happen instantly. It'll happen over a long period of time, but it's a positive tailwind for, for pre-need. Um, in 2006, something like 10% of our policy owners were boomers. Uh, in 2015, that number had climbed to 22%. So we see that as a big positive uh, trend for us. And eventually it'll show up for funeral home owners as well. Um, now this one's a little bit of an interesting statistic, but uh, the other thing we're seeing is the, uh, and you read about in the popular press all the time, the, uh, the uh, population's achieving a much longer life expectancy. Uh, we had in 2000 about 47% of our claims were paid to, uh, were claimants, people who died, were 47% were over the age of 85. Last year, that had climbed to 56%. Wow. So that's good for us, good for the insur insurance companies want people to live a long time. Uh, we used to kid around with the Batesville casket guys. I guess it's not that funny a topic. <laughs> we sit around it during a, a quarterly meeting and the Batesville guys were lamenting that no one was dying and we were applauding it because we were making money when no one died and that the healthcare guys would just want them to be sick for a long time so they'd use up the beds. And uh, so it was kind of a nasty conversation, but uh, but it did point out that there is a, there is a little bit of a dissonance between pre-need and that-need from that perspective. Interesting. We'll look good. By about 2020 or 30, I think you'll see a real increased trajectory in annual deaths. 
profile. So. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that inf that information and data um, is fascinating to me because we thought early on, we kept, saw early projections back in 2006, seven when boomers gotten to the age and all of a sudden the business was going to grow. Well, it didn't happen, right? No. We, what we didn't take into account was certainly uh, medicine and living longer, which right. I'm a boomer, so uh, I'm all for us living longer. Um, Steve, with, with data that you guys have there, is there anything that you see that concerns you any? Yeah, there, a couple of things. And this is really all about just how the industry responds to it. Um, obviously, the the, the elephant in the room is cremation and people talk about it all the time and I'm not sure I can add a lot to it from a statistical perspective except to point out that our cremation rates among our printed contracts consistently run five percentage points below the at need cremation rates so I think it behooves funeral homeowners to think about pre-need as a way to lock in current buying habits current trends so that 20 years from now these people that have prearranged under a traditional mindset where now cremation might be in excess of 50%, they might get a little bit of benefit from that. So we know that people pre-need less cremation than they do at need. Um, but for us, it's a big issue because a, a, a traditional policy might be $7,500. Uh, a cremation policy might be $3,500. And obviously that down mixes the business for us. Mm -hmm. um, what, we started to see in 2012 was a decline in our average funeral value, uh, maybe about a half a percent a year, whereas historically we could enjoy two to two and a half percent growth in average policy size. That seems to have stabilized over the last two years, and we're really excited about this. Uh, it's maybe not a trend yet, but this uh, anecdotal evidence that possibly the industry is beginning to uh, do a better job of selling services along with cremation. And so we're seeing our average value of our policies flatten out, not decline anymore. In fact, this year it's actually gone up just a little bit. So that's good news. But that's one of the trends that worries us. Um, the other one is just the increased use of social media and the internet and the lack of response from the industry to that, that trend. And uh, we're gonna try to do a weekend to to help uh, stimulate our customers to do a better job. Uh, we are focusing a lot on technology here and a lot on the use of the web as a way to reach out to consumers. So that's something that we've all got to do better uh, or somebody will disintermediate us and that'll be someone who gets the idea of, uh, of uh, consumer interest in buying pre-need. And if uh, the funeral home doesn't sell it to them, somebody will. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree fully on the social media point. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Fantastic. Jeff. Steve's got so much data that is actionable data. Like a lot of times we get fluff data, right? This is real data that we can, that, that funeral homes can use and that they're, they're really doing some groundbreaking things. So that was part one. You've got to tune in next week to episode 41 to get part two of that interview where Steve even gets a little bit more in depth and, and talks about some some things that are upcoming. So um, excited for that. I mean, that was, that was fantastic. So the interview segment was brought to us by Sitch Caskets. We're really excited to have this company a part of Funeral Nation. Uh, they encompass the F and brand, the F and change, the 
the way that they're revolutionizing the, the distribution model for caskets um, in the U.S. market. We're going to have them on the show in, in, in an upcoming episode very shortly. So we're excited about that. So uh, let's roll this tape. Funeral Nation is sponsored by Sitch Casket, importers of premium hardwood and fine metal caskets created exclusively for the North American marketplace. Is it a Sitch Casket or one of the top U.S. brands? Only your accountant can tell the difference. Visit Sitch Casket or contact your Sitch distributor. All right, brother. Tell us about our effing spotlight on a funeral director. Uh, as everybody knows, we this is our favorite segment that we have on here sharing positive stories on funeral directors and professionals making a difference in our industry and profession. This week, we go on across the border to uh, funeral director Daniel Robert Berkorian of Tecumseh, Ontario. Um, he had a person, Rosemary Dibley's funeral, wouldn't have been complete without a final stop at Tim Hortons. Basically what happened, uh, she died at 56 years old last week and her funeral mass at Good Shepherd Parish in Tecumseh. Her funeral procession took the unusual step of filing through the drive-through where she'd been going for her tea for years. Um, her order was always the same, one bag in, one bag on the side, nothing to eat. Sometimes she'd either her daughter, or Brienne, or Jillian would be behind the counter. So bottom line is that uh, Rosemary got one more trip through there. We got a picture of it. Hey, you know what? Good for you, Daniel. That's Absolutely. that's what we do out here. It's not about it's not about us. It's about the family. And what a memory this woman has because this is her favorite thing to do. I shine that spotlight on you way up there in Canada. Okay, and uh, we're proud of you. Thank you for what you do, Daniel. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Uh, that talk about a wait at the drive-through. I bet that was a long one. Yeah, that's it. Um, she's just dying to get that last cup of coffee, of tea, man. <laughs> <laughs> Our spotlight segment was brought to us by uh, the Homesteaders Life Insurance Company. Um, again, tune in next week for part two of Steve Lang's interview. Let's roll that promo. Homesteaders Life Company is proud to be the most often used pre-need funding company among the nationally recognized providers according to a recent independent study by McGuire Research. Homesteaders celebrating 110 years of strength, security, and commitment to promoting the value of funeral service. All right, it's time to move on to the WTF segment where we take a humorous look at something in death care related, whether it's in the profession, about the profession, poking fun at ourselves. It's something that's going to be humorous and lighthearted and something you're going to talk about Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And it really makes you say, what the funeral? So Jeff, this, this hits home for me because my wife and I have spent the last month and a half planning and, and getting estimates on a kitchen remodel with cabinets. I think we're going to have to go back to the drawing board. I, I really like this. Yeah, this is pretty hot. This is uh maybe a new cold storage for food, you know, for folks to use out there. And um, it, it may be a prelude to is how bad the, the cooking is in that kitchen. Oh, but, man. Dreadful. And, you know, if you're a real death care professional, what home would be incomplete without having some coffin cabinets, you know? It's, uh, it's something out there, man. It's, I mean, that's, that is living your profession. That's it yeah. right there. 
Living your, yeah, yeah. What we want to hear from is whoever puts this in their kitchen. Uh, we'll do a live interview showing us where you got your bushes, baked beans, and some of your rice up there in that cabinet, you know, because I got to see this one. It'd be That's great right. in the bombing room, though. It would be perfect. And, you know, I think this is a great effing call that we need to make to our, our FNers out there that if you've got something in your home like this, that's death care related that you've customized or made, take a picture of it and send it to us so we can feature you on our Facebook page. I got gotcha. you. You know, speaking of WTF, I got an email from my friend Dale Clock, Jody's husband, and uh, he sent me some stuff we're going to have a pick up on, but he actually found a funeral home website that didn't list the town or phone number of the funeral home on it. Yeah, that's a WTF for sure. That's yeah. A, that's so angry WTF. Yeah, I think we may do some of that. And, you know, we might start doing some prank calls just for fun. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's effing great. Uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of got to, we need to kick it up a notch. If you have a funeral home that you don't have uh, your address, what town or phone number on, we're going to find it. We may call you. <laughs> Can you direct us to your website and tell us what you're doing there? We need to know. we got the placemat here, but we don't have the other stuff. <laughs> the placement. That's right. Well, WTF segment is brought to us by Disrupt Media and Dis Disrupt You Show. Let's roll that promo. At Disrupt Media, we're a social media content agency that focuses on storytelling for funeral companies. We use real stories to build creative strategies that achieve actual business goals. Want to learn more? Visit disruptmedia.co. All right. Well, that wraps up episode 40. It's time to focus on 41. And we're going to have uh, the, the part two of, of Steve Lang's interview. What else are we going to have on here, Jeff? Uh, we're going to have our normal WTF and certainly a spotlight. But you don't want to miss the second half because I was intrigued that Steve, from his experience, actually shared some things that he would do personally if mm -hmm. he were in the shoes of many out here. So uh, it's worth uh, not only seeing this first part with statistics, but the second part to hear what he's got to say. That's right. Well, folks, that wraps up episode 40, the big 4-0. Make sure that you share this. I mean, share it on your timeline. Share it on Twitter. Uh, engage with us. Make sure you're liking our Facebook page or checking out our website, FuneralNation.tv. Engage. That's all we can ask, right? Engage, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Engage with us, subscribe, do all of it. So, all right, Jeff. Until next time, brother. Have a great effing week. Out here.